Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but what about a free ride? Think of how awesome it would be if your car could keep running without you spending a dime on fuel. If you drove a solar-powered car, that dream could be a lot closer to reality. Much like solar-powered homes, solar cars harness energy from the sun, then convert it into electricity. That electricity then fuels the car's powertrain, which is similar to the combination of an electric motor and battery-based energy storage that drives modern hybrid cars. Solar cars can accomplish this through photovoltaic cells. These are the components in solar paneling that convert the sun's energy to electricity. They're made up of semiconductors, usually made of silicon that absorb the light. The sunlight's energy then frees electrons in the semiconductors, creating a flow of electrons. That flow generates the electricity that powers the battery, or the specialized motor, in solar cars. The earliest solar cars were DIY jobs in the 1970s, mostly designed and assembled in car enthusiasts' garages. Several organizations also experimented with race cars designed to take advantage of solar power. The World Solar Challenge began in 1983 and races about 3,000 kilometers or 1,900 miles across Australia every two years. The American Solar Challenge started in 1990 and follows a route across North America that changes almost every year. These helped engineers understand the potential and the limitations of collecting and storing solar energy, maximizing aerodynamics, and identifying other challenges to running a car powered off of the sun. As for major auto manufacturers' contributions to the field, Ford and Mazda, notably, both introduced solar hybrid concept cars in the mid-2000s, and Cadillac designed a concept car that used solar panels to help power accessories like interior lighting and audio, which typically draw off of a car's electrical system and thus, in turn, contribute to fuel consumption. None of these concept cars made it to production, which means they were never available to consumers. And after that, investment in solar car technology more or less went dark, at least as a mainstream pursuit. But in the meanwhile, many automakers have shifted development resources toward making hybrid and plug-in hybrid cars more practical, efficient, and affordable than ever. So is it time to give solar cars another shot? The new generation solar cars that are on the horizon are more like hybrids that add solar power to the mix. It's now less about making these solar panels themselves better, and more about the fact that hybrid and electric cars, and their infrastructure, is better. In other words, it's easier and more affordable than ever for consumers to go buy an electric or hybrid car, and these cars are more efficient, easier to charge, and have fewer compromises overall than EVs and hybrids of just a few years ago. That means there are more people who could potentially take advantage of solar power to run a car, and that solar power will literally go farther than it would have in the past. And that said, solar panel technology has improved too. It's more affordable and easier for most consumers to incorporate into a home update. But solar-powered cars still have a long way to go. It's unlikely that we'll see a car that can be fully powered by a solar panel that's been integrated into the roof, because a panel that size is just too small to produce the power needed for a car. EnergySage, a company that helps consumers research and shop for solar technology, estimates that a car completely covered in solar panels, not just the roof, 
could only power an electric car for a maximum of 25 miles or 40 kilometers a day. And that's assuming weather and other conditions are absolutely perfect. Yet, Energy Sage argues that a solar panel that gives a car a boost of just a few miles a day would still be worth the investment. And several automakers are investing in the technology. A high-tech company Lightyear released two Lightyear research vehicles to test its integrated solar technology on the road in June of 2020. The company says it's preparing to begin production on an exclusive series of cars equipped with its solar technology by the end of 2021 for delivery in 2022. And Toyota is testing a version of the Prius with an integrated solar roof in Japan. This demo version, which is not for sale, can charge the car while it's being driven. Its earlier version could only charge while parked. The 2020 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid, however, is available to American consumers and comes with a solar roof panel that recharges the car's batteries. The roof panel generates enough electric power to increase the car's driving range by about 2 miles, or 3 kilometers, a day. And the Tesla Cybertruck, which was unveiled in November of 2019, but isn't expected to be released until 2022, has an option for solar panels, even though CEO Elon Musk has previously said that solar panels on cars are too inefficient. And that brings us to the question of whether or not the extra cost of adding solar panels to a car is worth it. For example, cars in sunnier locations and cars that are parked outside rather than in a garage will generate more solar power and offer more of a financial benefit to owners. But it still remains to be seen whether the financial costs to automakers will be beneficial enough to produce them. Meanwhile, there are DIY solar panel kits available that are designed to contribute to powering the battery of an electric or plug-in hybrid car via the home's charging system. Similar aftermarket kits are offered and marketed as ways to help power RVs or trailers. They can also be used to collect and store energy for camping accessories, such as tents or cooking setups, like those designed to mount in the bed of a pickup truck. Today's episode is based on the article, Solar Panels Are Slowly Making Their Way on Cars, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Kristen Conger and Sharice Threewitt. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.